Welcome to Steelcast, Heart of Steel UK's podcast about all things related to steel. Our processes, our products, our customers, our people and our communities. My name is Tim Rutter and in this latest series I'm talking to experts and key stakeholders about climate change, sustainability and decarbonisation. In this latest Steelcast mini-series about decarbonisation, we're talking to a variety of industry experts who were recently present at the first ever UK Metals Expo. In this episode, we catch up with the Tata Steel customer, Jonathan Sockart, Commercial Director of National Tube Stockholders, about the pressure the supply chain is under to move towards net zero products, processes and logistics. So we're continuing to wander around the Metals Expo uh, exposition here in the NEC in Birmingham and uh, we've spoken to Gareth Stace earlier from UK Steel, there's a Tata Steel area in the middle of the exhibition and uh, now we've just uh, happened upon one of our customers, so National Tube Stockholders, NTS, uh, who are a customer of ours or an intermediary to the end market uh, who use uh, tubes from Corby and Hartlepool and I'm here now with Jonathan Socker, he's the Commercial Director of NTS and uh, Jonathan, great for joining us, thanks very much yep, for, no for joining us on, on camera and uh, hopefully on podcast as well. Now, as a key customer, as I was talking to Gareth Stace earlier about the pressure that is on the steel industry to decarbonise. Now, Gareth's obviously involved in the government and putting pressure on legislation and potential financial support for technology change. But I said to Gareth that, you know, whilst there's pressure from the government to, for the steel industry and energy intensive industries to reach net zero, the real pressure we're feeling is from customers. And you are a direct customer of ours, but you have your own customers in the market. You know, what's your position in terms of looking at the steel industry to get to net zero? And what are you doing yourselves in, in terms of that? Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, one of our biggest sectors uh, at NTS is the structural market. So steel going into big buildings, big, big buildings in London or warehousing, etc. You know, credentials and, and net zero has been talked about for some time, but we're actually seeing demands on us now. Customers asking us, how, who are we buying from? What credentials have they got? Everyone's pulling together a roadmap um, on some of the smaller jobs that we're doing. We're seeing people ask for clean steel, greener steel. Yeah. I think people are still getting their minds around what is green steel? Yeah. How do you measure it? Yeah. Um, but certainly there's a big pull, not just from the structural market, but from other sectors that we deal with. So for the rail sector as well. So we're seeing it across the board. Yeah. So, I mean, we're happy that Tata have got a roadmap and are going down that plan um, and we're looking for other suppliers to do that as well. Yeah because all, all, all energy intensive industries and all steel industries who supply you are all in a similar place you know we've all got to commit to some big technology change which is a massive investment but also in the UK as you'll understand requires some legislative changes about things like energy costs in the future so you know when you when you talk to Tata Steel and, and other steel suppliers have you got clarity of the stuff that they are doing and they can doing in, in self-help in terms of reducing their carbon footprint so far or is that are you a bit blind to all of that? No, no, we have we have spoken to uh, some of the, your people involved in sustainability so we've had presentations and they've educated us on where you're going uh, for the structural market. The BCSA have a roadmap as well so they're representing the structural section, sector. I guess one of the things we're looking at is what can we do internally yep. and we try and be efficient, as energy efficient as possible. Um, I think everybody in the whole industry is looking at ways to be more efficient to reduce their usage um, I guess one of the challenges we've all got is, is how we do transport going forward yeah. um, which there's no easy option there's no easy answer for but certainly people are all people are looking at solar panels they're looking at more efficient use of lighting within warehousing etc yeah. and they're all things that we're looking at or doing already yeah and it's good that everyone as you said is doing that but I think in the steel industry we certainly feel that we're in the spotlight or under pressure because 
you know, you guys can, you know, you can turn off the lights and put LED lighting on and, you know, convert your lorries to electric, but when you compare it with the emissions that come out of an integrated yeah. steelworks, you know, it kind of blows it out of the water, doesn't it? And that's really, really difficult. What sort of pressure do you feel under from your customers who are asking you for, you know, maybe certification or evidence or through supply chain evidence of where your steel is coming from? Uh, we've seen it in certain products, uh, on certain projects, sorry, where they're actually saying we want to get the, the best steel, the greenest steel. And then you say to them, well, what do you mean by the greenest steel? Yeah. And, and sometimes there's this misunderstanding that steel made from scraps greener than steel made from bossrit. Mm. So we actually need to educate the customers. And, mm. and I think quite a few of the customers don't actually know what they're asking for. Yeah. They're actually looking for help. Mm. So we actually point them in the direction of the TATA documentation yeah. or the BCSA documentation. And I think, you know, when you look at the roadmaps, they are quite a long way away. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's planning a way through that. And I think it's educating our customers yeah. who just want the greenest steel. Yeah. And, and what do you mean by that? But the future of your business, from what you're saying, your customers are putting that pressure on, the future of your business depends on companies like Tata Steel Absolutely. and other companies who supply you coming up with those solutions. Yeah. So what responsibility do you feel as a company to join in putting pressure on the UK government in terms of legislative framework or financial support for the, for the UK steel industry? Um, yeah, I mean, we do feel duty-bound to do it. Um, we're kind of stuck in the middle as a steel stockholder. Yeah. So, you know, as long as we buy from the, the most efficient places, the greenest sources that we can, and so, so long as we can do our processes and procedures as efficiently as possible, you know, we're, we're kind of limited to that. You know, yeah. I think I think you know, in terms of influencing government, you've got to go through the the people like Tata, who have got a big, you know, interface with the government, and also the BCSA, yeah. Um, yeah, who have that relationship with them. I guess the other side is sustainability. You know, one side of it is about that materials production side, but the other side of it is about materials and use. And we're hoping to speak to our Matthew Teague. Uh, shortly, I think he's actually speaking uh, just across the road at the moment. I'm hoping to speak to Matthew T because modern methods of construction is a big buzzword in the construction industry. And I know you might be in a slightly yeah. different position with your the, the bigger construction, yeah. but um, you know, to what extent are you and your customers involved in innovation and product solutions and, and manufacturing solutions that has an impact on sustainability yeah, as well? I mean, there's been a lot of talk about construction and going modular and doing an awful lot of things off-site and taking it to site. I think there's pros and cons depending on the type of structure that you're building. Um, but certainly we're coming under a lot of pressure from our customers in terms of, and we're putting pressure back on them to say, you know, if we're going to be delivering, we're going to be delivering full loads. You know, we want to reduce the number of journeys that we make. Um, and in terms of investment in NTS, I may as well beat the drum. Yeah, yeah. We've invested heavily in laser profiling equipment, which can actually make the processing of steel for a fabricator more efficient. Because yeah. we can do that fabrication or that level of fabrication in-house on a laser rather than doing it manually in a fabricator's. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and these technology changes all make a difference, don't they? And I know, you know, we're doing some similar things in terms of uh, technology within Tata Steel. Listen, Jonathan, we're going to go because I'm going to go and try and catch uh, Matthew okay. Teague uh, his presentation but brilliant Fabulous. for joining us no, thanks nice. very much for no. your input today and uh, it'll be really interesting to see how the relationship goes Great. and uh, how sustainability Great. progresses thanks for the chat you're very welcome Cheers. I'm very grateful to Jonathan for speaking about the challenges that companies such as NTS face from their own supply chains in the relentless pursuit of net zero it was maybe not surprising to hear that the topic of decarbonisation is absolutely on our supply chains agenda and in the construction sector, companies, clients and trade associations such as the BCSE are all lined up. But as Jonathan said, there's still quite a long road ahead in terms of education and technology changes required, let alone the role of modern methods of construction.
and the reuse and recycling of products such as steel in so many applications. Thanks for listening to this episode of Steelcast. Please let us know what you think about the topics we're discussing or any other aspects of decarbonisation and sustainability you'd be interested in hearing about. If you want to keep up to date with the latest happenings in Tard Steel UK and in this series, our journey towards decarbonisation, please do subscribe to Steelcast through Podbean, Spotify, Apple or wherever else you get your podcasts. See you next time.